0: hello guys hi welcome to another episode of when football met soccer where we talk about all things football on the pitch off the pitch today it was a bit of a roller coaster in all the games to be honest we're recording this right after city played tottingham so why don't we start right there
1: i'm sorry you, you're a bit sad
0: that was such a frustrating game city has a real block with spurs so this has been now six out of eight games that they played against Spurs and not been able to win. Uh, even when Spurs are shit, they can't win. I mean, they weren't shit, but even in these past games, even when Spurs didn't play well, yeah. they don't seem to be able to win. Spurs played Emerson Emerson and Royale in set, as center backs. They're missing almost, I think, around 10 key players almost. Now Pep has conceded nine goals in four Premier League games. This is his mm-hmm, worst mm-hmm. defensive record it, mm-hmm. since he's been at City uh, I think since December 2016 and it is this is back-to-back three games without a win and this is the first time since 2017 this has happened and in these three games City has conceded eight goals
1: and you, you keep talking about Ruben Diaz and he had a Diaz. real drop-off
0: so without John Stones and Ruben Diaz drop and Guardiola, and Guardiol I think he has a lot of potential but he's still very young his inexperience really shines through have you noticed some of the passes he makes the accuracy and the vision—they're not really there.
1: But the thing is, I don't—I don't really think that like defense is the problem. I just think that they missed a lot. They should have scored.
0: I agree. Okay, let, let's talk about that. So, City didn't—they created a lot of chances, and I wouldn't even say that they—they they didn't know what to do in the penalty box because they did create a lot of chances. There were these almost goals, goals that were almost converted, like when Doku hit the pole, um, Haaland, the sitters that he missed. By halftime, it should have been 3-1, 4-1, right? But obviously, they get punished because Spurs is so good on the counter. Every time...
1: That's all they do. Right.
0: They're so threatening. They look like they're about to score every time they're on the ball.
1: So so I think uh, Spurs, they're very shaky in the back when they try to build from the back they're all like right. shaky and they're not sure what they're doing i feel like they, they should they should train more for that and they're not doing it even like, they do so many mistakes from uh bisouma from everyone yudogi so many or yudogi whatever you call his name even the even vicario like the 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 goalie like it's just like they're not really they don't really know how to get the ball from the back or from their box to the other box, or to the midfield at least, and I think instead of playing the long balls, they actually insist on doing that every single time, and every single time they make a mistake.
0: I think they are. Is, that's also partially just the fact that they're but, missing. But
1: it's not. No, 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 no. But it's not just this game. Tottenham has been really bad at this f- throughout this whole year, okay. and I think yeah. Man City should have capitalized on that, and they didn't do it enough.
0: They really didn't. Uh, they, they kind of. They got punished by Le Celso's goal. It was a nice goal, mm-hmm. by the way, and obviously Kulusevski equalized for the, you know, second time uh, since City when City w- uh, scored the third goal by Grealish. They really lost focus in the second half. I don't know. They didn't have the same energy as they did in yeah, the first half, right? Yeah. So if they had wrapped it up by that first half and it was four one, I don't think Spurs would have had the energy to be able to true, come back.
1: True. True. Right? Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, and and. and I don't know. I just think that they should have scored more. And Doku was so slow in the in the first half. I, I was very frustrated. He's also... When he receives the ball, he's really slow to actually go up. I don't know why he slows the, the action. And also, he's very slow when it comes to decision-making. He doesn't know what to do. And you can see all the players calling him. Like, you can see Foden or Bernardo Silva, like, waving their hands. But the guy is just... He's
0: a dribbler, but he also doesn't know when he needs to pass.
1: No, it's like the, that, the other guy, Enrico Lewis... Yeah, he's very quick. Like his decision making is fantastic. The guy gets the ball, boom! I know what I'm gonna do already. He's
0: not a dribbler. Doku is.
1: No, no, but forget about dribbler. Like you don't have to dribble every single time, right? They keep giving you the ball that 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 to that side, but then you see all the all these bunch of players that are either free in the middle or free on the other side. Then you should get them the ball, and he doesn't do that fast enough.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because and it's
1: not even that he's dribbling. It's just that like he's taking too long to the side.
0: And thing is, because of that, defenders know how to defend him, right? Like you just crowd him. No,
1: not even that. All the other players that were actually empty, or they that they had no players around them, now they already have players around because they've waved their fucking hands, showing them everyone, "Hey, I'm right here. Give me the fucking ball." No, Uh,
0: dude. I I agree. It makes it makes it easier to defend against.
1: Yeah, he's and all the, the others mean, are not like this. A, a fucking Holland has a fantastic game, I think. He's very quick, Holland. Big he big. comes back, and he knows what to do with the ball. Boom, I'm going to pass. I'm going to do he's this He's really
0: improving court. in terms of... Massively. The city has Massively. had a drop, but Holland, if anything, has gotten more well-rounded. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's assisting more, getting into tight spaces. Sometimes he goes pretty deep,
1: mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't
0: doing this last season, and I do think that's part of how he's improving under guardiola i i totally agree i think it's just that they didn't capitalize on all the chances that they had defensively yeah i wouldn't even say it's a huge problem the refereeing honestly we can talk about it but 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 at the end of the day to be honest it's city's fault because they didn't wrap up the game when they could have and
1: we've talked about this so many times you can't like the way football is getting played right now it's if you don't score you'll concede no matter how good you are defensively, right? Because all it takes is one attempt, two attempts. Because they have Son. Son is so good. You can see how in he's so clinical in counterattacks. Even though he has like three players around him, he will still keep the ball and manage to pass it somehow. And I think that's a problem, right? And also, like when you have when you're so bad at set pieces, like uh, City is. Yeah, the others that. are not that bad at set pieces.
0: Because this is the thing. I think City's so used to having possession all the time that they're not very efficient, right? Because they expect that they're just going to have the ball and chances are going to keep coming and one of them is going to convert. But the problem is the people, the teams like Spurs that like to play on the counter, that are counter-attack teams are not possession teams, they're so efficient because Mm -hmm. whenever they have Mm -hmm. the ball, they know that they have to take advantage of it or else they may lose this opportunity. And look at it. It was 2.64 XG for City and 0.49 XG. And look at the number of goals scored.
1: like
0: Spurs six times they're XG
1: especially in the first half I think in the first half Spurs were lost they were nowhere literally like like, if you can't capitalize on that in first half then what the fuck are you doing second half the beginning of the second half City I think they just got tired right they came in too strong and it was really good it was like the Madrid game where Spurs couldn't get a single ball whenever they have the ball in the back they City had this great pressure that they just couldn't keep the ball they lose it constantly but then you gotta score with that. Yeah. Like if, if you if you score three goals, that's it. Because the spirit, like even their spirit, right? But, like it's them spirit. Like when you when you don't score, they just get more motivated. Okay, now, now I think I have a chance. I think I have a chance.
0: I think the sharpness is not there anymore. Mm-hmm. The sharpness that they had even last year when they weren't playing that well, they had a sharpness where you felt like if when they were in control of the game, they maybe could find a way. I think now they're not very sharp. They're mm-hmm. not a, mm-hmm. as a well-oiled team as maybe even Newcastle or Arsenal are, right? Like it's there's something like and that's what I said. I think there's a fatigue of winning the treble playing all those games last season. It's very difficult for them to be back to that That's standard. And I also have to give credit to Ange because you can see how he's elevated this team. He makes good decisions tactically. He plays with balls. And, I, I, and coming to the Etihad to play against City and to play like that. And he made good decisions. For example, Brian Gill. He was—he looks so small. He looks like a yeah. 10-year-old playing there. He was clearly overwhelmed the first half. Didn't know what he was doing. He he basically missed every, every time he had the ball. It was just a wasted opportunity. Yeah, and then immediately gets subbed off in the second half. Puts another midfielder, Hoiberg. And it made a difference. To, to be
1: fair, he did not have very good players. I think he, to, for him to achieve this result with the players that he has... It, it's kind of impressive and especially they are so bad in the like i can't even stress this enough royale and yudoji Davies they lose the ball constantly in the back if it were another team that was clinical they would have conceded five goals even the, the goalie always gives the like a lot of them were mistakes like and and i don't know i've watched on in other games it's, it's very similar i don't think he has a fantastic like i don't think he has a fantastic squad like all these players are not really amazing. I think he
0: has some good midf- midfielders and some good attacking players, but yeah, defensively they're not. But because like if even think- you
1: look at the stats, they're, they're like their players. They really have bad stats, regardless of what. Like, even like we share on Manchester City, but look at the stats for the players. Like, they're still good. Like on average, the Manchester City players way better. Like other than Son and Kolasinac, a little bit. the Other players are. Uh, they're very average right yeah, johnson is not bad
0: they have they really missed a lot they miss a lot of, and they you can see they also miss madison that's very important for yeah
1: players. yeah No, but you, you, i agree with you i think you can see a lot of players missing yeah
0: um but um yeah, just very disappointed the city th- this is on them they didn't i give credit to spurs because they really had a lot of courage to play that way and they never f- you, you just felt like they never gave up even when they were down twice and Manchester, they, they did a bit of
1: bad luck too. Uh, we, it's, it's not just. A I agree.
0: There. the re- The refereeing was not in their favor. That's for sure. That last minute um call that he made when he interrupts play when Grealish was one versus one and he was on side, uh, and he pulls it back for a foul. You know, but yeah, I didn't the, understand that decision. At the end of the day, yes, it was that was a terrible decision from him. But you know, it's city's fault. It's your fault for not wrapping up the game, right? Like yeah, you could have, you could have been four, five, yeah. one up.
1: And also, like they, whenever they have a set piece, which is the quickest way probably to score at the end of they the game. They waste it. Yeah, they're like, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna actually play the set piece. I'm gonna give it to the guy, play like with the guy next to me, and then just waste it. Yeah. And then, okay, well, time is going, and then the, 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 the other player is, is putting pressure on you and all that stuff. So I, maybe they should work on set pieces. How hard is that? They, they, do were, have to,
0: they were better at it.
1: They do have tall players. So. Yeah,
0: they, they were better at it. And also the players like like, what, what is happening with Rodri?
1: this yeah, is the, this know. is the
0: fifth yellow card of the season mm-hmm. he's gonna mm-hmm. miss the Aston Villa game during the week Grealish is also gonna miss the Aston Villa game and Doku seems to be injured so I don't know how they're gonna pl- they're gonna fulfill that gap of left wing and without Rodri Aston Villa is a very strong team
1: yeah
0: uh, I feel like another loss or at least another non-win is coming no I
1: think it's just getting tougher right I think it's just getting tougher because everything is so close there's no like this no, huge but it, gap I
0: don't think it's just tougher it's just that you gotta admit, this season there are very there are teams that are very good. Last season there yeah, were a but lot. I of
1: wouldn't call Tottenham very good. No,
0: no, not Tottenham. I'm saying Arsenal, Newcastle. Mm, actually,
1: I don't know. I don't know. I watched Arsenal yesterday. They were not amazing. The, the The second goal was really good in terms of team play and all of that. But they're not as good as last year. Far from it, right? But still, Newcastle. A arguably, liberal, arguably Newcastle is better. But no, you see where they are right now. And Liverpool's and not and amazing. And
0: Liverpool is no, but Liverpool has just this energy that they're. Yeah, able but they're, to they're win not games.
1: amazing, right? Like you, when you watch them, they always like they're not like destroying every single team. Like they struggle still. It's just I think all all teams have like very close levels this year. Everything is the super top close. Six. Yeah, everything is super close. Brighton is not that good anymore. Like it's it's just it's still very hard for me to read the Premier League this year. I don't think any team is superior. You think? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I still think City is way better than the rest of them, in, in my opinion. Watching all these games, City is way better. It's just that they, they're either l- unlucky or they just can't finish. If they were so good at finishing all their things, all But isn't that the
0: problem of so many teams? Every yeah, team has yeah, its problem. but that's not true.
1: But that's not true. A lot of teams can't even like, put these things together, right? Newcastle is very bad at finishing too. And I think Newcastle, if they were better at finishing, they would be at the top of the league. I think specifically Newcastle and City, right? Because if City finished, then it would be like 5-0, 4-0 every single game, and the other team wouldn't even score, wouldn't even think of score, and then we wouldn't even be talking about Tottenham. But
0: the thing is, why are they conceding so many goals now?
1: I think it's normal. I, teams conceding is just the normal, like, uh, to me, it's the new football. You're going to concede no matter how strong your your defenses because they do have strong defense but what are you going to do you can't watch every single fucking play all the time
0: his style has changed a little i'm saying pep guardiola i do think he's a lot more open than he used yeah, to true, be true
1: true but i think it was it was more boring now i think it's yeah, not boring, I agree, yeah i agree i agree more open, i agree i
0: yeah. agree uh but well we'll and see
1: and also like i don't know you know it's more better than i do but he they all play the high press high defense high press and that leaves you exposed right which it works most of the time because they don't they, they didn't let the other team breathe but when you lose the ball then you don't have that many players in the back and then it's counter attack and
0: but i'm honestly i'm not very bullish on city's next couple games so
1: uh, i don't know i think
0: they're going to keep dropping points for at least the several games i mean
1: look at fucking united they were so lucky okay if you if you look at united in the in the in the in the in the league table it's they're they're 7th They've won their last three, I think, Premier League games, but there's such a bad side. So it, just looking at the table does not tell you anything about how good the, the, the teams are. I think that's my point.
0: Anyway, I, it's very upsetting. Uh, yeah, I'm not very optimistic. I don't know what Pep's going to do to be able to try to fix some of these problems. He's going to hire you. I don't have any answers. I'm just sad. (laughs) I don't have any answers, unfortunately. (laughs) I don't think necessarily it's a tactical issue that the fact that they're not finishing, right? They're creating the right chances. They're they're doing a lot of things right. I do agree with you that the focus shouldn't just be on fixing their defensive problems. Um, But yeah, there's something wrong with not being able to finish those because I remember last season, two seasons ago, they used to be beating teams with several
1: goals. Do you know what? They needed the... Godogano was very good at finishing. Now there's no get anymore.
0: Was he? I mean...
1: He was. Come on. He did score a lot of yes, games.
0: Yes, that's true. But I don't think that was the sole problem. Anyway, disappointment. But we'll see how, how Aston Villa goes in the middle of the week. So moving on to the other Manchester.
1: Embarrassed. Against
0: Newcastle. Psst. Well, such a one-sided game, you know, until Newcastle got a little tired at the end. But they were light years ahead of United. It was boys against men. They were organized. They had energy. They were fighting. They had a strategy. They knew where all the players were at. They had a clear, clear game game plan.
1: First 70 minutes, I don't think I saw a single shot from my head. I know you told me there was one shot. I didn't see it. It was just... First 70 game was extremely one-sided game. Extremely one-sided. I don't... We're going to talk about the biggest elephant in the room is why you keep playing McTominay. I, I don't know how much we, we're going to bring this up. I mean, like Everyone's just talking about this. The guy had 30 it's touches. It's not even
0: a, an elephant in the room anymore. It's just, okay, that's the first thing that you're going to question him, right? Exactly.
1: He had 30 touches in the whole game, wasn't subbed. Rashford, 22 touches. Yeah, he was subbed in minute 65 or something. Even Onana, these three players need to be benched. need to be benched. I don't understand. He, what is the, Who is the second goalie anyways? Like, I don't understand why do you encourage him? Yes, he has a good game. He has a bad game. It doesn't matter. But he literally cost them the Champions League, in my opinion. Onana cost them the Champions League. And, and, and they had the, the, the audacity, I think the Manchester United um, Facebook account, to post that uh, uh, he had the highest number of clean sheets in the Premier League. I'm like, guys, maybe you Take should... Uh, first or second but maybe you shouldn't be posting about this given how, given the, the the he needs some the crazy the crazy mistakes that he makes i just think the team is not stable every single fucking game it's a new combo of players but no there is a constant which is mctominy so everything he tried all the combinations in defense but in the midfield mctominy is always there i i don't understand what's his problem with the with with, with like, What is he thinking with keeping McTominay? I, do you think he just wants him to score those last-minute goals? Maybe, I don't know.
0: I mean, I'm not quite sure. It does seem like ben Hag has certain emotional attachments to certain players. To
1: McTominay? Why?
0: I don't know. Maybe he really <laughs> he likes make- Scottish accents. Who knows? Uh, I think it's the last-minute goals... I'm not sure why he thinks that he can do his job as a midfielder because he clearly cannot. You can't have an attacking midfielder touch the ball twenty third times yeah, in yeah. 90 minutes. That's unacceptable. And you right?
1: need and you need good defensive midfielders in a game like this. That's that's, that's a super yeah. Problem. So
0: honestly, it's the same kind of thing we were talking about with City, except Newcastle did end up winning this game. But if they took more of their chances in the final third, but if anything, I think. City were still a little bit more sophisticated in that it wasn't just problems in the final third, it was like problems in the final fifth or something, mm. you know. Right, like they couldn't finish that last, but Newcastle still has some problems when they get into the penalty box. They the players are everywhere, I think, especially Trippier, who's the man of the match. Clearly, oh, so Garnacho good, couldn't so do anything. Good, yeah. All their players, I think that the commentator was saying this, right? Like all the Newcastle players were everywhere and they attack yeah, like, and it, they defend in
1: the midfield, the midfield, like they. Joel was fantastic. He was back and forth from both sides with Gimares, like doing laps on Manu players. I mean, they just couldn't do anything. But you see,
0: this is this is why I do blame. Everyone who says that they've been ETH for this game, I completely agree. Of course. Because nothing Newcastle did in this game was unexpected. Yeah, You true. knew that Grim- Grimmaris and Jolinton were going to be in once midfield. you
1: look at the side the lineup. You're like, okay, they're going to eat them live. Right, The exactly. one- one-on-one duels, they lost almost all of them. I think they lost all of them until Amrabat came in. They consistently lost every single fucking duel. Rashford cannot fucking defend Tsevelo. I don't think he can defend. I think he doesn't want to defend. You can clearly see that the guy doesn't want to try anymore. But
0: the thing is, he's not Mbappé.
1: Yeah, he's not Mbappe. So
0: so if you're not Mbappe right now, like shut the fuck up, you have to defend. Yeah, right? Yeah. He J- Rashford has a real attitude problem. Mm-hmm. He it's very strange to reconcile the fact that he is such a seems like such a nice guy outside of football because he does all these all this charity work. Like you can say he does it for his image, but there's no other football player that does as much as yeah, he does. He's no, very agree. committed to this stuff. And so he seems like a really nice guy, but he never really seems like he wants to be on the pitch, even when he scores, you know. And for this, I do also blame ETH, yeah. Ten Hag. Because why are you not fixing these attitude problems in your team? Because you're
1: now... you're, you're losing. Oh, no, 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 no. But he tried to, like... He, he has no problem fixing it with Sancho, right? But I, for some reason... Or Varane. Yeah, or, or Varane. trying to. But wait, wait. Let's actually go to the list of highest paid players. Casimiro first, 18.2 million. Varane, second highest player, 17.6 million pounds a year. Doesn't play him. I don't know what's the problem. So you pay him all that money for him to sit in the bench the whole time. And he's a quality player. Rashford, third, fifteen 15.6 million. Sancho, fourth, 13 million pounds. He's not here at all. Mount, I guess 13 million. Martial, man. Martial gets paid 13 million to do nothing. How ridiculous that is. And then Bruno uh, Fernandes. So 206 million pounds in wage bill. Massive. Versus Newcastle's wage bill of 84 million pounds. So look at that massive difference between Manu and Newcastle. But obviously, when you see them play, you're just like... Newcastle is so much better. And he does not start Amrabad all the time. I, I know you're going to think that I'm just saying this because I'm Moroccan and I want him to play, but I really don't understand why he doesn't want to play him. You got him. You paid $10 million for him in a loan. You only have him for a year. Casimiro not there. Eriksen is injured or maybe he's not there. I didn't see him. And then he... And whenever he plays him, he subs him off in the 58 minutes or in the second half. All the time. Almost all the time. And in, in an important game like Newcastle, he doesn't play him at all. So I don't understand. And when he came in in the second half, he actually was not bad. He added a bit of balance and the manner looked way better in the last 10 to 15 minutes. So I don't understand the rationale of not playing him. And playing an 18-year-old kid, Mainu, who I, I, I really can't blame him. And playing McTalmany next to him. Basically, just setting my new up to fail because yeah. McTominay is not going to do shit.
0: I agree. I agree. I'm about already. You could see his clear difference. He he, he won one against Isaac. He,
1: he was frustrated last in in the in the, in the against Galatasaray because he was subbed. Mm-hmm. He was subbed. There were three one. He was subbed. He didn't understand it. He was extremely frustrated. And right. all the Moroccan website are talking about. It. And then they can see too because he he definitely adds some balance. And I don't even think you can tell whether he has an impact or not because he he hasn't even played that many games and it's ridiculous for me that when the guy with the same profile has been injured for a long time he doesn't get that that, that many minutes so you don't even believe why you get him i don't get it like casimir has been injured for many many games so this is his time to shine so give him minutes
0: they are very much lacking that department in terms of the midfield being strong they're lacking in midfield offensively and def- uh, d- yeah. defensively right they can't defend in- they the, the defensive midfielders suck and the offensive midfielders suck and with a team like Newcastle which have such a strong presence in midfield you need you can't you need to have what at least two g- solid defensive midfielders uh, in
1: there oh, you're up 3-1 against Galatasaray and you sub so all you need to do is maintain that fucking score so, what you would do, uh, let me just sub no, off, problem, sub Amrabat off. Because, Why?
0: Because look at Ra- Rashford doesn't want to defend. Yeah. He doesn't run. You, Br- Bruno Fernandez, he tries a little bit more, but he can't defend either. He Dude,
1: doesn't. Amrabat runs everywhere, he just follows the fucking ball. He has everything he wants to prove to stay in this in in, in this fucking right. team so what, what am i gonna do i'm gonna sub off this guy
0: yeah and based on your track record you think you can rely on onana or he, Maguire? I, I mean not not saying that Maguire hasn't been playing well these couple games because he really player, has been yeah, Maguire been and player. shaw were their best players so uh, that's really says something uh and so i maybe there's something that we don't see because clearly, it seems very obvious to most people. And none of us are professional Premier League coaches.
1: Don't you think that if someone does it bad, like even if you in your job, if you're not doing something right every single time, then Onana should be benched a little bit. Because also, like what happened with Maguire. They benched him for a long time and they brought him back on. Now he's, he's not.
0: Dis- he, I appreciate the fact that he tries to discipline certain players. But I think his strategy sometimes is a bit misplaced. And he doesn't seem to be punishing the right players, right? Like, why are you continuously punishing Varane? We have no idea what happened. Yeah, I don't know. He did discipline Rashford once, remember, when he woke up late and arrived, whatever. But that, that yes, sure, discipline him. But he's not performing, so you should be disciplining him by benching him. onana's not performing. Bench him. Like, this kind of stuff, by starting Rashford every single time, that does not help his you know performance and his attitude, uh, so yeah, I largely blame Ten Hag. Yeah, I really don't. I don't know what his his comments after the game didn't make sense to me. That.
1: He always has weird comments. I'm gonna talk to the team. It's like, uh, are
0: we were we watching the same game? I don't, no, like, I don't we know. have a plan. We keep going. I will talk with my team, but we stayed yeah, in the game at the that. end. We scored a goal, but it was offside, so it couldn't draw. Well, you know, people get plenty of things in their favor, but. Oh, no, could have been, would have should, been, should have been, is not no, a he win.
1: You sh- should have said, "Hey, they destroyed us for seventy, for seventy minutes, eighty minutes. They destroyed us. We couldn't even get a, get the ball, and we need to do much better." They they were clearly the far better side, but he didn't say that. And, and that's what, what I'm frustrated with is that when you look at the league table, you you think that they're doing well because they're seventh, and they were just lucky. They were lucky in games where last minute goals, thanks to. McTominay, and maybe he's rewarding reward yeah, him and, for that.
0: and referee decisions on their face. And referee
1: decisions, exactly. That's very true. Maybe he should be sacked. I really don't think he's that good I don't
0: think it. he should be sacked because there's no one to replace him right now. What's the point? Maybe they should
1: get Zidane to replace him.
0: What's the point at this point? Zidane, is no way he's going to go. First of all, he doesn't even speak English. He should
1: get you to replace him.
0: Yeah. Okay, so quickly touching on the other games that happened today they were all full of drama chelsea beat brighton and so Fernandez finally scores his first premier league goal um Gallagher gets sent off with a reckless challenge so this is the second time in a row chelsea's captain gets Sent I can't off. believe
1: he's captain. I saw that. I was like, mm,
0: someone was saying how they, they pick mostly captains because they speak English, which is kind of funny to me. I don't but know that's true.
1: But why didn't they pick Ben Chilwell Rhys James.
0: Benchell was also another, but he's an injured. The, these players severely lack discipline. I think the reason why Chelsea won today was because Brighton were just so bad. Their defense at set pieces is atrocious. Mm. I don't know what's happening. And DeZerbe says afterwards that Brighton played better. I really am not sure that's the case. Chelsea were not. Not good at all, but Brighton did not take advantage of any of Chelsea's weaknesses weaknesses. Their second goal came in what extra time or something? And also, these these managers, what the fuck are they smoking? Potch comes out afterward saying the team is all very tired. Tired from for what? More. Playing one game a week?
1: No, from Champions League. From virtual Champions League.
0: I really don't understand. Like, oh, our team, we're also very tired. We're very tired.
1: The training for the I- FA Cup.
0: I don't get it. Anyway, that was I. I'm good for Chelsea. They won. I think Brighton. This derby thing is. This hype is kind of yeah, falling. I don't know what's true, happening yeah. with him. Yeah,
1: no, I agree. I agree. I don't know what's happening with them. Uh, and they, they're also like, they're just not as good. They're not as yeah. good anymore. I I don't know what happened to them. They were still, they played much better football before. Their brand
0: I, of football was so great to mm-hmm, watch. Mm-hmm. It was so satisfying. They really dropped off. I think if anything, Newcastle has slipped in to fill that void a little bit.
1: I am very again. I'll say it. Very very bullish on Newcastle. I think they could.
0: I said it from the start. Yeah, too.
1: I think there. Yeah. When I look at all these teams, to me the the best teams is Man City and then Newcastle. Like Arsenal, not impressed. Not impressed at all. 2-1, that is a hot take. Yeah, I know. That is a hot take. <laughs> you gotta have a hot take, no?
0: Yeah, and speaking of the other supposed good team, Liverpool beat of four three. What a game! Uh to be honest, for me, the comeback was never in doubt. Well, they're playing at Anfield. Yeah, I, they don't know true. I don't know what else people would have expected. Trent again had such a mixed game. He had a f- his first but goal.: the,
1: the thing is, they're very good that like sh- like they, they know how to shoot from like outside the box. No, that's true because the, they you always have, do it.
0: You have people like Trent. Mm-hmm. His free kick that f- was fantastic, even though shame it went down as a own goal, and his second goal that won Liverpool the game yeah, was another yeah, fantastic yeah. goal. Mm. But again, he makes mistakes. Yeah, Fulham's first f- goal was kind of his I know, mistake. I, know, I, know. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I just I don't think he has the intuition of a defender.
1: No, he doesn't. It's not just him, honestly. There's a lot of players there that don't defend well. Even Konate yeah. doesn't defend well. Uh,
0: and today, Van Dijk, what the fuck? What yeah. the, that third header that they For, scored, um, he's just watching. Like. I
1: know. The third, I know. No, no, but the thing is, you know what's funny is that people blame a lot of other defenders like uh, Agger and Ruben Diaz and Guardiola, but I'm sorry. Like, when you look at Liverpool, you're like, okay, these guys really don't know how to defend. Did you see? He's <laughs> just watching him, like, above his head. It's, it's, to me, it's just a team that attacks. A team that's very good, defensively. It's, tr-
0: it's true. It's like, but you're so right, they're their their um, their goals from 20 30 yards out fantastic. Yeah. McAllister they always do that, they're, another always, goal like they're that.
1: so good, and, and that those are valuable solutions because yeah. when you're stuck hard in a to game and against. you yeah, and you don't know how to do it because there's like everyone's parking the bus, they they do that. Like, it's like his last goal, right? It's so good, just like shot it, and the, goal, the but, goalkeeper, could but this do anything.
0: is why Klopp has been really rebuilding his midfield right now that you have Trent moving in a lot more you have McAllister fitting in better Endo and all that stuff I think Endo scored the third goal right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah he's really rebuilding that midfield and all those goals coming from midfield like even if Salah's having an off day or you know Nunes can't convert his chances
1: with his new haircut yeah what is up
0: with that new haircut I don't know Uh, but it was still a very good game uh, I honestly I didn't doubt that Liverpool were gonna win. They have problems, yes, but they were gonna win this game. It was never. It's a, doubt. a
1: it's a mixed it's a mixed picture. I don't know who who's gonna win the the Premier League. I don't even know who's gonna be top four. I don't even know who's gonna be top six. To be honest, it could anything could happen so far. But I do probably know who's gonna go back to the Championship. <laughs> it's, that's that's what we know. Uh, we're, it's Burnley, United.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Everton's sitting with their point deduction I at the bottom. Y- I checked
1: yesterday. The Leicester and Southampton and leeds are all like in the top four. Okay, I mean so they're, they're, probably makes gonna, sense. So they're probably going to—they're probably going to go back. Okay. QPR is probably going to go down to the to League One. Oh so shit. That, Yeah, they're in like the the relegation the, zone. They're in the rele- relegation zone exactly. So let's talk Champions League. Just go through the results. It's basically like La Remontada week. That's what I call it. um FC Barcelona against—I don't know—I what I call it FC Barcelona. <laughs> Barcelona against Porto, two-one it was Cancelo again he is the start of the uh, show
0: Cancelo what a player
1: such a good player honestly they definitely should buy him he's a basically a one-man show in that team uh, Barcelona he carried that team yeah he carries the team uh they qualify to the next round the round of 16 to knockout stage whatever you want to call it for the first time since Messi left right embarrassing really embarrassing but anyways 2-1 we're not gonna dwell on that game Newcastle PSG 1-1 I feel bad for uh, Newcastle, but I'm glad for PSG.
0: They had a lot of chances. Uh,
1: PSG? Yeah. Yeah. PSG is such a good team. I'm sorry. Whatever people shit on, whatever people say about PSG, and they say, oh, Newcastle, poor, poor Newcastle, penalty last minute. PSG is an extremely good team offensively. They've gotten so much better under the recent He's doing a fantastic job. Honestly, I wanted Newcastle and PSG to qualify from this group, but that's not going to happen anymore because Dortmund, because I don't think Dortmund is going to go far. This is what Dortmund does every time. They qualify, go to knockout stage, get knocked out. Every single time. So that's unfortunate. A similar lose to Dortmund 1-3. And most interesting game is Galatasaray Man United. Shout out to my boy. Ziyech. Ziyech.
0: The wizard.
1: The wizard with the comeback. Working his magic. To be fair, the first goal is very good. I think that was, that was like, it wasn't completely Onana's mistake. Second goal, completely Onana's mistake. And he was lucky. But the third goal was fantastic, great, great pass from Ziyech, fantastic pass from Ziyech. I think it was it was goal of the week, by the way, or something like that, because it was that good of a goal. Even though I don't think it should have been, because Saibari's goal was way better. Uh, PSV against Sevilla, Sevilla loses two three, very very good game. Last minute goal from PSV to actually knock Sevilla out. Knock Sevilla. Sevilla kind of go back to their rifle spots, which is p- play for the best three. For the best third spot, and then go to the Europa League and they win it. They use the like what? That's what they do all the time. Like I don't know why they even like play the charade. Oh, let us try to go to the knockout stage of the I Champions mean, it's League. It's
0: a road road well traveled. They this is the pattern that they follow. And uh, to be fair, I don't even think the players would be that disappointed if they just win <laughs> another actually- Europa League. I mean, it's a pretty good deal, right? Like most of these teams just all get they all get knocked out of Champions League. They get nothing. That's but, true. But Sevilla, you know, they could go back and win the Europa League. So honestly, I'm not worried about them. They're not. A, they're kind of a shit team this season. Who? Sevilla.
1: Sevilla is such a bad team. Such a bad team. PSV. They're also a shit team. But anyways, ah, it's two. Yeah, it's two shit teams. But wait, I want to talk about Galatasaray versus Manu. So if you watch uh, Ziyech's recent game, even the game this this um, this weekend, he's very at those shots. He scored an amazing goal with Morocco just yeah. a few weeks was a ago. a howler. Yeah. So he's. I think he's been doing this. Hopefully this is going to be his comeback. Again, everyone's saying that Man United's game against Newcastle was so bad just because they couldn't come back mentally from the from what happened against Galatasaray. It's quite embarrassing this whole like if, how many goals did they concede in the Champions League? There's so many, right?
0: 14 or Oh my god. Something like that more? 14?
1: I hope they won't I hope they don't qualify because even if they win against uh, who are they playing? Bayern, right? They would need Galatasaray to lose, or they would need, the, or they would draw. need them to draw, or yeah, they would need to draw because if one team wins, then that's yeah, it, right? Yeah, they need right? to draw, I think. Yeah, I mean, like this man, you to put yourself in this position and to depend on Galatasaray and Copenhagen, like, dude, what the fuck are you doing?
0: Anyway, but what do you expect from this team? I know. I didn't expect. And Galatasaray is a tough team to play I against know, away. Uh, I mean,
1: they're, 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 they don't have defense, basically. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> they're so open. They spread their <laughs> legs like, oh my god. Like, th- they're so open. The de- at least it was a good matchup because neither defensively That's were
1: existent. That's true. Offensively, Galatasaray are not bad. But defensively, they're just they're just not there it's theirs. so
0: f- hilariously entertaining to watch them play though yeah I know it's, it's, it was hilarious it was a hilarious game it's just like the goals just keep coming and like defensively what are you doing man
1: two other few um, a couple of hits uh, World Cup Under-17 Germany wins the FIFA Under-17 World Cup organizing in Indonesia they beat France in penalties after tying, tying 2-2 yay Germany <laughs> I don't know, I'm It's so, their first so. win, right? Yeah, I think it's their first okay. win. So I didn't know, but Nigeria has won a lot of uh, under-17 World Cup, which is very weird. I think they won at least two. Um, this is the second World Cup final France was in the past year after the Qatar one. Mali also beat Argentina 3-0 to get the third spot. Well-deserved. Mali such a fantastic team. All right, so the last thing I want to talk about is the um, Euro, draw. Euro draws. The Euro 2024 draw. It's for next summer's Euro in Germany. Uh, the draw took place yesterday, and Germany will host the tournament. <laughs>
0: Did you hear those sexual sounds?
1: No, what sexual sounds?
0: <laughs> so apparently, when they were announcing that there were these videos that were posted, there were there was someone was making sex moans in the why in the background. I have no idea as they were announcing the the, the group um the groups so when they were announcing so their stupid. groups and there was, there was videos
1: all over twitter oh i didn't see that anyway so a total of 21 team have already qualified for the tournament with three places remaining for the playoffs so let's go through the groups a little bit so group a is germany scotland Hang- hungary and switzerland and the group b is the, the toughest one yeah. yeah so spain Croatia, Italy, Albania.
0: Albania is gonna pull like a Costa Rica or whatever it was, and they're gonna be the one. Maybe they're qualifying.
1: gonna pull a, a Morocco thing, right? Imagine. No,
0: but they're like Morocco's still better. I mean, like, come on, it's not the same.
1: I mean, this, this, this to me is a horrible. group. Honestly, I really feel bad for Croatia because <laughs> like they always have like rough, rough, like imagine look at the World Cup. They had a horrible group, and then who, did they had they had to face Brazil, Argentina, Argentina. I'm like poor Croatia. They're always like struggling and they managed to get out of it that's what's good about them anyways uh, group b i think italy is going to be knocked out but then they have the the like it's it's all they they also have the best third no best third spot
0: Mm, yeah maybe maybe. so but honestly spain is definitely should be a given it's just i actually don't actually i don't
1: think so you don't think so? No, man. They don't have such. They don't have that good of a team. I, I mean, and with with Gavi out, I don't know if how important Gavi is. But anyways, a Group C: Slovenia, Denmark, Serbia, England. England
0: got the easiest group, but like it, Come th- on, this happens.
1: Francesca, I mean, this happen- gotta-
0: no, but this happens a lot. Like they will get a very easy group. They make it through probably top of the group. With nine points, yeah. yeah. And then they make it to maybe even quarterfinals. And then they lose to the first team they play. True. I swear, this happens every time. So the fact that they have an easy group isn't, doesn't mean anything. You can see, like, Southgate beaming because he's so happy. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, because he got an easy group. He thinks he's, he has us in the bag. I don't think they're going to win. I'm I would, sorry. I would be very, very surprised if they actually they win are the Euros. Sh- I'm sorry. I, I see them play. They're really, they're just not good. They don't play well together. There's no chemistry there. There's no strategy. I actually
1: think it might be Portugal. But anyways, we'll come to their group. Group D, France, Netherlands, Australia, and the playoff between Poland, Wales, Finland, and Estonia. Uh, I guess it's an easy enough group for France, Netherlands. Group E, Belgium, Slovakia, Romania, and playoff between Israel, Bosnia, Ukraine, Iceland. So
0: you have Israel and Ukraine in there, who are yeah, in the I middle know. of a war. I
1: know, right? So
0: Bosnia and Iceland, maybe you can step up.
1: Capitalizing <laughs> the situation, I'm sorry, I feel bad for saying that, but uh, it's also an easy group, I think. Group F, Turkey, Portugal, Czech Republic, and playoff... Between Georgia, Greece, Kazakhstan, and Luxembourg, I think Portugal might might win it. Portugal has such a good team, fantastic team. I I, I don't know how. I, I mean, think I think it's between I think and between, they play really well together. I think
0: together. it's between three teams. It's it's Germany because they're the host, so you have an Dro- advantage.
1: Actually, maybe not. No, I, I think, think so. they've been losing. Maybe with the new coach.
0: No, no, it doesn't matter. I think the, it doesn't matter. If you're a host, you still have a big advantage. And then uh, Portugal and France. I mean, that's, that's... You can't
1: you just can't write France off. No, you can't. Yeah,
0: I think it's those three. And yeah, then yeah. everyone else is kind of, you know, Spain, England.
1: France is just that right. annoying winning energy. They always come back. They always win. And obviously, they have Mbappe and they have all those crazy players, so... Yeah,
0: yeah and Portugal yeah. has a really easy team. Uh, sorry, Portugal has a really easy team. I, I don't
1: team. even think group stage matters. Like, other than group B, all the rest of the stuff is probably easy-peasy. I think it just gets interesting once you get to knockout stage. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so it'll be exciting I entered the lottery to get tickets but
1: we'll see with your luck I don't think we're gonna get it because we entered the Olympics we didn't get it you entered so many so many lotteries yeah but
0: there's millions of people who entered maybe I should enter
1: it maybe I have better
0: anyway we hope you enjoyed that episode it was a lot of goals this week definitely a a lot lot a lot of goals Um, so goals galore Uh, if you did enjoy it please give us a five star review wherever you're listening from and we'll see you in the next one
1: bye